WBP Leadership Podcast, where real leaders are made. I'm your host, Bill Purvis, and today's episode is a continuation of our series in Back the Blue. We've got my special guest, Officers Bill and Don Tooney, with us today, and we're going to continue our conversation along the line of the experience that Bill has that we haven't covered yet of being on the SWAT team, some situations they've had there and what you learn from, what you have to do. Uh, Dawn's run-in with a man on drugs holding a huge blade. Uh, their interactions with people that just don't have a conscience at all. There's a lot of things we're going to learn today about these fine law enforcement officers that all of us ought to appreciate and that we're going to learn to love today. So let's get started with this continuation of Back the Blue. Are there situations have you ever had anything like that, like either a bank or a home or whatever like that? You say, I've, you know, those are situations I've had to go into, and and what's that like when you get there? That's uh, I'm I'm kind of adrenaline junkie. Uh huh. I, I love <laughs> yeah yeah I love the excitement of it and everything. Yeah. You know, uh, forming a plan, going in. We've gone after homicide suspects, bank robbery suspects. Um, mm-hmm. Tactics have changed a lot since since when we first got before it was like we we show up all right kick the door and go in and get him yeah you know control chaos you yeah. know whatever but it, it's changed now but we've uh we've gone in on trying to think of one uh was doing a drug warrant mm-hmm. and that was the closest i ever come to you know yeah. uh the layout of the house i wasn't a team leader at the time i was just a little swap member and everything mm-hmm. It took us forever to get in the house because oh. old boy trying to pull the door. It, it, but we get in the house, and the layout of the house was wrong compared to what we were told. Oh. And this guy did not like the police at all. He mm-hmm. had, you know, and everything. But <clears throat> was told he had several guns, sawed-off shotguns, and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. So we get in there, and I was doing what's called pinning a pinning a halt, pinning a door, uh-huh. which means I, I'm covering the door while everybody's going past and everything. Well, old boy was standing at the top of the stairs. Uh. You know, so, you know, of course, I'm covering down on him, and I'm saying, let me see your hands, please. We're all, every time we go in, police search warrant, whatever, yeah. you know. And uh, so let me see your hands. Well, he raises his right hand up, but he's got his left hand back down behind oh. his leg. Right. So I'm thinking, okay, he's got a weapon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he would not raise his hand. He wouldn't do it. Right. You know, the whole time I'm thinking, oh. you know, if he depends on how he yeah. reacts you know, what I'm going to have to do. Yeah. Well, luckily, it was a cell phone. He drops it because he was back like, had his mm-hmm. hand behind his leg, and it was a cell phone. Oh. Now, if he'd uh, come up quick, yeah, like a... that's right. You know, but he, he dropped it and come up. That was a... Yeah. Because I already made it in my mind if he comes up with a weapon. Nah, right, nah, what I'm, yeah. I'm going to do what I have to do. Revert yeah. back to training. That's, so, yeah. I can get that. That's, you know, but there's... Mm-hmm. That's just one. There's a... Right off the top of my head, I can't think of... Oh, yeah. So how often does the SWAT team kind of get called a year? Ours, uh, we're a part-time SWAT. Mm-hmm. Um, not not as often as, as you'd think. Right. I mean, it, it's sometimes it, it it depends on the weather, really. Because uh-huh. I mean, called together three times. Yeah, back I mean, she's a hostage really? negotiator, so okay. we get we get called out. We both go together. Uh-huh. So, so yeah. there, there's times where we get called a lot, mm-hmm. and then there's times where we don't. Uh, it might be two or three months before we get a call. Now we do a lot of. Uh, homicide will come to us. Homicide uh, detectives will come right. to us and say, look, we got this guy here. We, they got what's called, we do a threat assessment. Mm-hmm. 
and it's just numbers. You check the box and it reaches a certain number. Say, yep, contact SWAT. And then, you know, wow. we do that. But do, we do a lot of stuff with homicide. Um, and the unit I'm in, the mm-hmm. narcotics unit, we do a lot of a lot of stuff with them. They do a threat assessment. Now, these guys in, in special ops unit, they, they do a lot of training too. So they do right. a lot of their own search warrants. But when it gets down to where they, uh, you know, they say, now I got guns, yeah. known gang members or whatever, and the, the number's too high, then we, they call us. So. Yeah. But back to your question, it, it just depends, you know. It ain't like we get called out, you know, every, every, week, every week or something. No. Yeah. A lot and, of times it seems like call outs are Sunday nights. Oh, <laughs> no. Two, two yeah, in the morning. At three in the morning. That's <laughs> yeah. the worst of it. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Now let me ask you, are, are drugs a big part of a lot of that? Yes. And yeah. in, in this area, what what's the most prominent drug that's on the street out here? Oh, goodness. Uh, cocaine. Mar- marijuana, yeah. but cocaine. And yeah. We got a lot of uh, heroin. We got a lot of heroin. Yeah. I was, wow. I was getting to that. We get, when I first got in the, in the drug unit back in 95, I think, um, never saw heroin. Mm-hmm. And from what I was talking with the, the old agents that were up there, and they said, Fort Benning in Columbus used to be the hub for heroin back during mm-hmm. Vietnam because it came during the yeah, Vietnam War. The base. Yeah. You know, it came through like that. But I, the whole time I was in Metro or in the drug unit, never saw any heroin. Mm-hmm. And I become a canine handler. I have to train my dog mm-hmm. on real drugs. Right. Didn't have any real heroin. Huh. So I had to get in. You know, get you some go fake stuff. Yeah. 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 Go, buy go, to, go somewhere else <laughs> and buy some. Just kidding, just yeah. kidding, just That's kidding. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but now heroin, it's and fentanyl. Fentanyl is. Oh, yeah. And uh, meth. Yeah, well, yeah, meth. Yeah, yeah <laughs> meth, that is, meth is. Yeah, I've heard that makes. I, I heard about a couple that this guy said he went over to collect a bill or whatever, and he said these the couple was on meth, mm-hmm. a young couple. He mm-hmm. said they were just crazy out of their yeah. heads. That, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's I'm, a crying shame. It seemed like one it, at one point, here in Columbus, there was no meth, mm-hmm. and then just a, a drop of overnight. a hat. It just overnight. Yeah. It just like inundated with it. Uh, mm-hmm. Meth labs and uh, those are those are wicked meth labs. Yeah, those are bad. It's because real volatile. Mm-hmm. It can blow up, catch on fire, and yep. And um, I would think that'd be the biggest thing dealing with people that are on under the influence of drugs mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not rational, and that yeah. that can turn a situation bad very quick. Yes, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it they does. even think, from what I hear and know, it's like they don't even think about anything other than that you're about to bust me, so yeah. mm-hmm. one of us has got to go. You know? yeah. mm-hmm. and, uh, there, was, there was the case <laughs> when I was still in patrol, and it's been years, so it's mm-hmm. it's I can talk about it. I won't give names. Yeah. We had an individual. Um, he was actually, he acted as like an informant for me when uh-huh. I was on um, in patrol. And uh, he had a wife, and she dabbled in cocaine, and, well, he partook of it to mm. himself. And during the daytime, we were hearing these weird calls saying there's a dude running around, and he mm. thinks he's Batman. Mm. And uh, he's got a switchblade. and and Or, or swing. What are those things the, called? A uh, uh, sickle. A, like a oh, sickle. Yeah. Uh-huh. And... I, I am like well. I was on evening shift that yeah. that day, and and then we got a call out that there was a man over at the old Swift Mills, mm-hmm. uh, just going berserks, and he had a huge blade like a sickle, and he was threatening people, and he was trying to break into the fence. And mm. I go, I got the call, and I went up there, and lo and behold, it was the individual that I knew. Right. And I I looked at him. I'm like. 
this isn't him. Yeah. I, I, I've known him for, this isn't him. Yeah. He's got to be on something. And, and he was, bless mm-hmm. his heart. But me and, and my partner, we stood there and we tried to talk to him. And he had the sickle, but I mean, he never came toward us at, at right. that moment with the sickle. He was just acting strange. Well, at that time, he was in, in special ops and um, mm-hmm. he would like to listen to the radio to see what I was doing to make sure I was okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he heard the call go out and it was dispatched to me. So he moseyed on down over there to ensure I was okay. Mm-hmm. And he was out and he was in the back of the shadows. You you couldn't see him. And all of a sudden I'm talking to the guy and he, he turns around and he looks at me and he, he starts to come forward and then he stops and he puts his sickle down to light a cigarette mm. and before lo and behold mr shadow Uh-oh. bam Bill was came there, from behind and just tackled him <laughs> to the ground yeah. Yeah. and we took him to the hospital and he looked up at me and i guess he was coming off and he recognized me and he just cried and he goes i'm so glad that you were the one that got this call wow. he said because anybody else probably would have shot me. yeah wow yeah wow so and that that kind that, of touched me too but that, that goes back to that discernment, you that's know? That's right. And that's that thing, too, that I think a lot of people don't see. When you talk about police officers, y'all y'all got into it to help people mm-hmm. and to yeah. keep the streets safe and and, uh, and the city healthy and safe. And I think the, the worst thing, I think the most disrespected people oftentimes are law enforcement. Mm-hmm. People don't realize, you know, they'll, they'll trash them, but then they're going to call them as soon as they got a problem. Yeah. And I always say, yeah. why don't you be consistent? You know, mm-hmm. either you, like you want to hate. call them now and don't call them later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. and, but, but I, I'm, I know that a lot of our listeners also are grateful and especially being husband and wife team as well, like that, that you get to do it. That puts you, I guess you can talk about the same things because it gives you common conversation yeah. at home. Yeah. We, we can understand each other. Yeah. And, and you touched on something though, that, that, is real dear to my heart. A lot there's a lot of people out there that don't think well of, of police. I know, right? You know, ah, uh, they gave me a ticket, oh, they arrested my son, blah, blah, blah. And I yeah. understand, you know, the irritation, but what they don't see is they don't see the police officer that has to go to the call where they find right. a suicide victim. They don't see the police officer that's by themselves that is shaking in their boots because they know what they have to do next. And the things that are around, they don't see all that. And if a police officer passes you in the car and you wave to them and they don't wave back, it's not because they're being ugly. They've got 5,000 things on their mind. They're trying to keep straight and what's going to happen next. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. And and the other, even on the little things, like you said, well, they wrote my son a ticket or whatever. Those are things that probably helps you to to save your life maybe, but at least keeps you a better citizen. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I used to say to my kids, I said, whatever you got at home, you get whatever you got at school, you got at home. You got commended, you get committed at home. You get a whipping at school, you get one at home. Mm-hmm. And if a policeman or a school teacher or whatever gets on to you, they're my friend. I'm mm-hmm. grateful, you know, because yeah. they were seeing you when I weren't there. Yeah. And I wish there would be much more respect. Yeah. I feel like as a nation, one of the ways that, that a nation goes awry is one is is when is when they reject God. Yes. And then another is is when they just do what they want. And then a final step or third step is when they just throw off all the, uh, you know, all restraints from listening to their parents or authorities. And then that last stage, I think the last stage was over, is when they have no regard for law enforcement. For anything. Yeah. yeah. I think or when they anything. say, we don't care what the law is. Yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, 
And part of that is if they don't get stopped early, the conscience gets worse. You know, I, I, you know, if you don't have some things and you can get away with everything in the world, your conscience don't bother you. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, I know y'all have seen it because years ago I, I had a, I had a friend who her, her son was murdered and she didn't know where to go, what to do, whatever. And, and I happen to know a guy who was in prison, been in prison all of his life. Mm -hmm. I love him, a nice guy, but he, he would, you know, I was like his only friend at that time. And I remember I told him about that lady, and he said, uh, he, he met with a district attorney. He said, tell you what, Bill, he said, down here in this network, a, everybody knows everything. He said, since that's her only son and she's lost him, he said, tell you what, if you can get me to meet the DA, and I know he was looking for time off his thing. Yeah. yeah. I can get you some info here. And then when he sat down with me and the DA, I introduced him and then mm -hmm. I walked off and left him again. I remember that one of the things he said to the DA, uh, he said, that guy, his conscience is gone. He said, killing that boy to him was as easy yeah. as you and I swatting a fly. He wow. said, it didn't no more yeah. bother him. And I know y'all probably run into a lot of people that they just don't have a conscience. Yes, yeah. sir. You know, yes, just, sir. Mm -hmm. And when you meet those guys, can you see it right up front when you meet them and yes, just realize sir. and spot mm -hmm. that yes, person sir. right there is just. It, it, it does, you, you do. And, you know, for the most part, you can. Then you, that's when you kind of, the red flags are going up, the hair on the back of your neck standing up. You yeah. know, okay, you got to really be on your P's and Q's because mm -hmm. you got to watch this guy. You don't, or, yeah. or female, male or female. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter yeah. the age either, but you got to watch him because he ain't. He ain't caring about nothing yeah so you know you gotta when things like that happen revert always revert back to your training yeah and do what you gotta do to yeah. make sure you go home at the end of the day now are you able then because of the street knowledge <coughs> and experience and education are you able to when you're with somebody immediately kind of assess they've done time or oh yeah, yeah. You, you do that automatically <laughs> yeah. and that's yeah. that just comes with the job yeah <laughs> i would yeah. think y'all would be good at it and the reason I said I have a little, not much. I, I remember a guy one time that came to church, and I and I found out I knew. I said, "How long have you been in?" And he'd been in thirty years. Wow. He said, "Just got it." And he actually wow. went back. And the reason is he couldn't function out here. He kind of yeah. broke his parole because yeah. he could not function. That, and that's a shame. Yeah, it you is. It, it was like I, I knew that world, and I can't mm -hmm. live here. And he even told me before he went back. He said, "I'm going to violate parole because I I can't I wow. can't make decisions. I can't do all this stuff." Mm. And um, yeah. And, I, you know, I, I knew that with him. And then another time, there was a guy working at my house doing something. And I don't know. I just slipped up. I walked up and met him. And then I said, when did you get out? And he <laughs> said, two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, sure, and he did a great job. You want a job? <laughs> Columbus Police is hiring. <laughs> he, was, he was repairing my floors. Yeah. And he just got that job. So we talked. And Debbie, my wife, says afterwards, I can't believe you said, when did you get out? I said, I can't believe it either. After it came out, I said, did I say that? But that was only just two times in my life. But I yeah. know y'all see people, you know, this person has spent, had done time. Yeah. They're just a more hardened or more seasoned or. Yep. Yeah. And they, you really got to, you know, they'll, they'll play the word game with you. They'll, they'll try to mess with you. Uh-huh. You know, and first thing they're doing is they're sizing you up too. Yeah. Are they? Yeah, they're, oh, yeah. They're, they're looking at it and say, okay, I'm going to see how far I can push them. Or yeah. that's why um, different officers, if you come up there acting timid, yeah, then they're going to say, ah, okay, I can get over on this one. Yeah. But you come up there, you're, you're hard but fair. Right. You let them know right off the top, you, you ain't going to push this, this yeah. one around. You, know, yeah. let, you ain't going to mess with me because, mm -hmm. you know, bad things will happen to you. Yeah. Not, well, let me rephrase way, that. Yeah. 
yeah. you know, I'll, I'll hand, I'll do what I need to do. Yeah. You know, but that's but why uh, they know what who a, they can push. Exactly. And a lot of people see that and they automatically, oh, that cop's got a chip on their shoulder. No, that's yeah. just, yeah. Oh, it's just, yeah, you, you gotta, yeah. You, you know, for a, years of, of doing this stuff, that's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. becomes part of it. All right, well, I'm so glad that you stay tuned for part two of our conversation with officers Bill and Don Tuning in our Back the Blue series here on the BP Leadership Podcast. And in part three, you get to see a little bit more behind the scenes, and we get to pull the curtain back a little bit and see into their personal life and not just being an officer, but also being a parent and how their kids really didn't get away with much growing up because of their years in service and in training as a police officer. Some really good stuff that I really think you're going to enjoy. So make sure you hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're on, as well as hit the bell if you're watching on YouTube so that you can get notified as soon as part three airs of this podcast. Also, for those of you that do not know, each and every month, live right here in the Columbus, Georgia area, Bill Purvis shares a leadership luncheon with hundreds of leaders within our community. We have so much fun. We've done it for the last three years, and it has grown tremendously. So if you're ever in our area or if you live in the area and you just don't know about it, come check us out. We have lunch. You get to hear a leadership lesson, have some really cool giveaways, and it's all jam-packed in an hour so you can come on your lunch break and make it on back to work. So if you're interested in coming to one of our upcoming events, check us out on our website, bpleadership.com, and hit the events buttons got all the dates and times of the upcoming lunches for you to check out so make sure that you do that well thank you guys again for joining us today so glad you stayed tuned get ready for part three and remember that this is where real leaders are made